Hello there and welcome to this, the WP Builds newsletter number 47. This newsletter covers the WordPress weekly news for the week commencing the 21st of January 2019 and it was published on Monday the 28th of January 2019. Just a couple of things before we begin, if you wouldn't mind going over to the wpbuilds.com website, you can find a whole bunch of links at the top of that. I'm going to point you in a few directions. The first one is wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, where you can subscribe and receive notifications of our podcast on a Thursday and this, the WordPress Weekly News on a Monday. You can fill out the form there. You can also go and join our Slack channel where we basically just push that news uh, for Thursday and Monday. And also we've got a messenger bot which does exactly the same thing. If you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you'll be able to avail yourself of a whole load of WordPress deals. Um, essentially, you just go and click on the links and, you know, you go and get yourself 20% off this and 20% off that. We've got things like the If So plugin, Project Hoddle is a new one we've added, WP Ultimo, Beaver Team Pro, Main WP, Blog Vault, Malcare, Toolset, WP Security Audit Log, Widget Options, and so on and so forth. So there's certainly worth inspecting that page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. We've got a couple of webinars coming up at the moment, and you'll find that on the link at the top of the website. It's forward slash webinars. We have got um, on Thursday, the 28th of February, we've got Chris Badgett from Lifter LMS. And on Thursday, the 21st of February, we've got Oliver Sild from WebArcs talking about his security plugin. And the last couple that I'm going to mention are if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash contribute hyphen archive, you can see all of the contribute episodes. We've got people in our community who've come on to show us something. I've added three this week. Jason Vance talking about Trello and Zapier and Gravity Forms. Boris Gefter talking about his SaaS product, um, Cogsworth, to enable you to take bookings. And also we had um, Sultan on showing us about his VR plugin. Really, really cool. So that's worth checking out as well. And the last one is forward slash advertise. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast and this newsletter, you can go there and fill out the form. And we've got banner ads and audio inserts. The WP Builds newsletter is brought to you today by Kinsta. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH, and 24-7 expert support. Migrate today for free at kinsta.com. And we thank Kinsta for their support of the WP Builds newsletter. Okay, right, let's get stuck into the WordPress weekly news this week. The first article that I'm going to mention today is on the wp.org website. It's entitled WordPress 5.1 Beta 2. I'm never entirely sure how much depth to go into with these things, but needless to say, we've got WordPress 5.0 in the bag, and now we're heading on to WordPress 5.1, which is slated for release on the 21st of February. We've had over 110 tickets that have been closed, in beta one and essentially this one is all about refinements and bug fixes you can click on the link if you want to get involved in beta testing but i won't go into too much detail about that needless to say if you're wanting to go on the cutting edge go and check that out you can inspect it for yourself along with wordpress itself 
we've also got um, updates to Gutenberg and in a WP Tavern article uh, we're told about Gutenberg phase two update to core widgets to blocks classic widget in development. This article by Sarah Gooding explains about phase two, which is now well underway. Um, and really it's all about what to do with widgets now that we've moved everything over to blocks. The One of the lead developers of Gutenberg, Mark Urain, has put out some kind of mock-ups to show what he thinks this might look like. Uh, it's really right at the beginning of these things. W what should we do with widgets? Should we still continue to use them? Should there be like a, a block which handles old widgets? Or should we be forcing everybody to do things in Gutenberg or possibly the customizer? It's quite a nice long article and it explains the current thinking because that's simply all it is at the moment. It's just thinking, um, coming up with ideas for how this might be dealt with. And if you're relying on widgets a lot, which I don't think I really am anymore, then maybe this is something that you need to look at. Also in the show notes, I actually link to the wordpress.org, the make.wordpress.org um, article by Mark Urain, where he talks about the updates and, and what, you, what we should be doing. He talks about widgets to blocks, navigation block, and tightening things up, and also how to, how to get involved. So very important work being done for you and I in the near future. Okay. The next one is all about the, the the sort of the top end of WordPress, if you like. And what I mean by that is the people who are in charge. And we've got two new appointments. We've got the, a new executive director, which is Josepha Haddon. And also we've got a new marketing and communications lead, which is Juice DeVolk, who you may be familiar with from um, Yoast, the Yoast SEO plugin. Um, Matt Mullenweg would like to expand the leadership of the team. And obviously we've had all of these problems around the release of 5.0 of what was the timeline, how were things communicated? And I think this is part of that role, trying to shore up the leadership, give everybody uh, certain roles and responsibilities and so on and so forth. So it's very nice appointments. Nice to see this moving in that direction. I've also linked to the, um, the article which was written by Juice because he goes on to say that, you know, he's moving away from um, his former role uh, at Yoast and he's putting his, well, I say he's putting his wife in charge. It sounds to me like his wife has been doing a great deal for a great length of time. Um, his wife, whose name escapes me, Marike, or I'm not sure how to pronounce that, Marike, she's going to be taking over his role so that he's free to, to work on the WordPress team. So that's exciting news. Very cool. Okay, the next one is to say that WooCommerce, if you're relying on WooCommerce, we have now a new mobile app. Um, for iOS and Android. My understanding, because I don't use either of these, is that the iOS one has been out for a little bit of time and the Android one is absolutely brand spanking new. They're apparently at the moment, they're very thin on the ground on features, but they're a kind of a first step. The idea that they are in quotes, your store in your pocket is kind of not really being lived up to at the moment because both the iOS and the Android version having been downloaded multiple thousands of times, only have 2.5 stars out of five ratings. Uh, it's very limited, largely because of the the reliance upon Jetpack. Apparently, a lot of the data from your site is shipped over to Jetpack so that the apps can access it. And there's a lot of people uh, complaining about that, saying, why do we, why do we have that? Um, 
why do we have that requirement that we would be far better off without it so anyway if you're a store owner there's a limited array of what you can do there's a whole load of things that you can't yet do um, so for example you can't add or edit products uh, it doesn't allow yet for switching between stores and so on but you can track performance and stats about your sales and so on so you know it's it's a beginning probably going in the right direction the next one is all about WPML, which is a plugin which enables you to have your site translated into multiple languages. Well, last week they suffered a, a breach. They, a lot of the people who were signed up to that plugin received emails which turned out to be bogus and Amir Helzer has said that this looks like it's the work of an ex-employee. Uh, we don't really know the details, whether they were fired or fell out or whatever. Anyway, it's uh, an ex-employee, according to Amir, and they've gone in and sent out a load of bogus emails, you know, explaining um, how insecure it is. Amir is at great pains to say that the plugin itself is safe. That repository was unaffected, so you can happily carry on using the plugin. Uh, it's simply this data which has been um, which has been exposed, the email address data, and so on. So there you go. Um, there are a couple of points in the article where um, a, a few people um, from, for example, the the WordFence um, the WordFence plugin. Uh, there's a chap there called Mark Maunder. He found it a little bit difficult to believe that an employee would do this because the paper trail was so obvious. But nevertheless, that's the that's the official line. So if you've got WPML, my suggestion would be simply to log in and change your password um, because they seem to be on top of it. OK, speaking of attacks, this is an interesting one from the WordFence, uh, from the WordFence plugin. Uh, it's at the wordfence.com website and it's entitled Analyzing a Week of Blocked Attacks. Again, if this is your thing, if you're into ITSEC and internet security, this is just interesting because WordFence have written a, a blog here about um, a, a, a property that they have which was attacked 223 times in this week that they inspected the data for. Nothing unique about that. It seems to be a, a, a typical week. They were after things like uh, trying to find out if there was an admin user. They were trying to do login attempts via, via XML RPC. Um, they were trying to uh, do all sorts of nasty stuff, basically. And it seems to originate from a couple of IP addresses, one in France and one in Germany, uh, possibly uh, under the control of some kind of botnet. But it's interesting to see what's going on in a typical week. And if you've got WordFence uh, installed on your uh, website, you can probably mimic what they're trying to trying to see for yourself. Well, it doesn't stop there because we have another article from the WordFence website, this time entitled WordPress Sites Compromised Via Zero Day Vulnerabilities in Total Donations Plugin. If, just a very brief summary of this, if you have the Total Donations Plugin, my advice coming straight from the WordFence website is to simply uh, uninstall it and delete it, not just uninstall it because um, this makes use of a whole bunch of Ajax actions. And if you just simply disable the plugin, then these actions are still possible. Um, it allows for arbitrary takeover of your site, and then it goes a little bit worse than that. 
this plugin seems to be completely out of date. They've contacted the developer and he's not responding. Um, it was originally available on Code Canyon, and so it looks like this is not going to be updated or fixed, hence the advice. But it allows for things like, for example, you can modify and delete recurring Stripe payments. That's quite a nasty thought, isn't it? Um, and you could access, they've got integrations with Constant Contact and MailChimp, and you'd be able to access those lists as well as a whole bother and a whole other bunch of vulnerabilities as well. So go for it, really. I would suggest that we remove a Total Donations plugin from the website if you're receiving donations from that plugin. The next one is to say that WordCamp in London 2019, the tickets are now available if that's your thing. I'm going to be going. It's the 5th to the 7th of April. And if you follow the link, you'll be able to get yourself a ticket or become a sponsor of that event. The next one is a little bit of self-promotion, I suppose. Um, we have episode 112 of the WP Builds podcast. It's entitled How to Do SEO Right with Phil Singleton. If SEO is your thing and you enjoy listening to podcasts about that, then can I encourage you to go and check out this week's podcast on WP Builds with Phil, who's a bit of a bit of an SEO expert. Okay, a few page builder bits of news now. The first one well, the first two are from the Breezy page builder. Um, for a while, you've been able to create little blocks um, in Breezy, but you've been unable to kind of like set little um, thumbnails for those blocks. And because it's a visual page builder, they decided that this is the way that it should be done. So as of now, if you use Breezy, every time you update your, your little sections and blocks, the thumbnail will update as well, making it easy for you to see, okay, I'm moving that one up because the way that Breezy works is you can rearrange things via a thumbnail and so that's a nice little feature but also they've updated the now let me get this right they've updated um, the ability to alter the anchor links in those blocks so before it created some sort of arbitrary pseudo random code now you're able to update those yourself to something a bit more meaningful so for example if you were linking to certain parts of the page via those blocks you can now assign a, a suitable name so it's easy for you to find the other piece of news surrounding Breezy is that they've introduced their first batch of integrations. They've had a few for now, but as of now, we've got 12. These are all sort of CRM or autoresponder kind of integrations. So we've got Drip, MailChimp, SendinBlue, Zapier, which can do just about anything, Campaign Monitor, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, GetResponse, MailerLite, HubSpot, Egoi, I don't know that one, and MailJet. So if that is of interest to you and you've got one of those... Um, products, you can integrate them with Breezy now, which is nice. The second bit of page builder news is that Elementor this week introduced their pop-up builder. Uh, a lot of us may be using pop-ups on our websites and we may have a third-party piece of software to do that. Well, um, Elementor has decided to do this all in-house, all within the familiar Elementor interface. It looks to be a very powerful tool in all honesty. And I watched a very, very nice tutorial by Dave Foy, uh, you can find it on YouTube if you Google Dave Foy Elementor pop-ups, then you can find out exactly how to do these right. And if you're using Elementor, I cannot see why you wouldn't use this. There's a couple of things which are still uh, unavailable, but um, it looks to be fully featured and working very, very well from the get-go. Okay, here we have WP Forms, a form plugin. They claim to be the first form plugin which has now enabled the option for a distraction fee 
distraction-free landing page for your forms. The idea being that if you create a form by ticking a checkbox, that form will have a page of its own with nothing else on it. So no headers or footers or navigation or anything. And very simply put, the idea is to make it distraction-free. Perhaps it's a form to purchase something. So it's a bit like a, a landing page. So quite like the idea of that. And all you have to do if you've got WP forms is tick a box. Very nice. Okay, WP Offload SES is a new plugin over at Delicious Brains. It's simply doing this. If you use Amazon SES, which is simple email service to send out your emails, uh, you can now integrate WordPress transactional emails with that service via this plugin from Delicious Brains. Uh, it simply connects your WordPress website to Amazon SES and sends out all of the emails that WordPress would normally do, thereby taking that burden off your server and the risk of being spammed, uh, you know, appearing to be spammy and so on. Okay. WPMU Dev have brought out their roadmap for this year. If you are a subscriber, they've got a new update to Ultimate Branding 3.0, which they're going to be calling Brander instead. They've got a new feature called Shipper, which hasn't been released yet, but it looks like it's a way of migrating websites. So that'll be interesting. And they've got updates to plugins like Hustle and Forminator. So if you subscribe to them, perhaps go and check out their, their roadmap. Okay, that's the WordPress news done. Let's just go over a couple of very quick non-WordPressy pieces of news. The first one is over at Search Engine Journal and it's entitled five new features coming to the Google Search Console and seven that are getting removed. The five new features include crawl index, sorry, crawl errors in index coverage report, sitemaps data in index coverage report, fetches Google via the URL inspection tool, and user management is now in settings. And then they've removed some old features, old crawl errors reports, crawl errors API, HTML suggestions, property sets, Android apps, blocked resources, and structured data reporting. So if you are heavily reliant on the Google Search Console, which I'm sure many of you are, then this is worth checking out. The last one is a bit of a blast from the past. I don't know how many of you are still using what was once the, the only site online really to upload your photos to, Flickr from Yahoo. Well, Flickr, I think, is probably struggling a little bit like Yahoo, uh, the rest of Yahoo is. They, they have told us that they're basically going to limit all accounts that aren't paid accounts. So if you've got an old account with lots and lots of photos in it, it's going to be probably deleting everything except the most recent 1000 photographs starting on February the 4th. So if you've got a whole load of stuff in Flickr that you have forgotten about and you think, well, there's a possibility that I might want some of that stuff out. I know that's the case for me. Go and either download them or pay up the $6 a month, which is going to be required to, to keep your account active. Uh, they used to have a very attractive, I think it was $29 a year for a terabyte of storage, but seemingly that's gone. So there we go. Right, that is the, the news finished. The WP Builds news was brought to you today by Kinster. Kinster takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed-obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. You can migrate today free at kinster.com. And we thank them 
for their support of the WP Builds newsletter. Okay, that's it for this week. I hope that you got something out of that. Please let me know. It'd be always very nice to know if anybody gets to this part and listens to the whole thing. Really appreciate it. We've got a Facebook group over at wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook and you can tell me in there if you like or send me an email, whatever you like. And thanks for joining us and we'll see you on Thursday for the main podcast. Bye-bye.